You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye and Domino's. Bangalore have pulled off a big win for them despite scoring their lowest total this season after batting first and have now moved to 10 points with four other teams in the standings managed to post just 126 for 9 but bowled Lucknow out for 108 and won the game by 18 runs with me of course is Ayaz Memon Ayaz Lucknow did not play like a team that were table toppers just you know a little while back Oh, absolutely. I thought they completely messed it up because, uh, yes, they lost KL Rahul because of injury for the major part of the innings. He came out to bat at number 11. But even so, chasing 126, mind you, this was a tardy pitch. There was no pace. There was some double bounce, you know, a variable bounce. Not easy to bat on. But when you're chasing such a modest target, you can win it by accumulating runs. And so many of the Lucknow batsmen just got out trying to play very fancy, very aggressive strokes, which was not the need to... you know which is not the need of the hour i mean you look at guys like stoinis and nicholas pulan and some of the others who should have as you know people with great international experience should have made it they made it a point to see their team home but uh, well they messed it up so in a, in a sense a low scoring match and uh, you know even bangalore have reason to look back and say they could have done things better but hey you know they won the match and they got the points Yep, they've got the two points which are going to be really, really important in the coming weeks. Let me take you all through the score. This one's going to take me a little bit of time. Faf Duplessis was back as captain and elected to bat first and compared to their earlier starts. He and Virat were slow to get off the blocks, of course, on the Lucknow pit, scoring 56 for none in eight overs. Before Virat got out to Ravi Bishnoi on 31 of 30, Faf, though, went on to top score for the team at 44, even as the rest of the batting order just... crumbled maxwell fell on 4 dinesh kartik was run out on 16 as they managed just 126 for 9 in their 20 overs navinul haq picked 3 wickets while ravi bishnoi and amit mishra picked 2 wickets each siraj gave bangalore the perfect start sending back dangerman kyle mayers on a duck in the first over kral pandya then hit siraj for 3 boundaries but maxwell wrestled back the advantage sending back the elder of the pandya brothers on 14 wickets sort of fell through uh, Uh, the next few overs as uh, Lucknow almost looked like they were in a hurry and Bangalore made the most of their hurry. Ayush Padoni fell on four, Huda on one, Puran on nine and the team was 38 for five by seven overs. Marcus Toynis and Krishnappa Gautam stabilized the innings a bit, scoring 27 for the sixth wicket before both fell in the 11th and 12th overs. Eventually, 40 were needed from the last three overs and with nine balls left, Naveen Olhag got out, bringing in KL Rahul, who had been injured earlier in the game, equation was 24 from the last eight deliveries, and Lucknow went on to lose the match by 18 runs. Ayaz, I just have to start with the first big concern that everybody has after that game: KL Rahul getting injured in the match. Uh, his right leg, I think, uh, is injured. He had to be helped off the field. Didn't come out to bat un- until you know there were, of course, no wickets left. Uh, he came out actually at 103 for nine, 18.4 overs. um many would say he didn't need to do that but you know it was quite clear that he wasn't going to take a run so you think that was just something that was okay for him to do in the end i mean you know one can argue for and against it because if you suppose you're just four five runs short then you even if you're standing at the other end you know you can expect or hope that your partner will cause a run so your presence in the field is also very you know kind of encouraging to the team for the next match even if this is lost i think the bigger worry for kl rahul must have been 
A, that, you know, his team is poised to qualify for the playoffs. Uh, so, you know, he should be fit when that happens. The other is, don't forget that not, uh, maybe just about a month from now, there is the World Test Championship. And he's in the, in the India team, which is going to play at the Oval against Australia. So, uh, he wouldn't want to aggravate his injury. So, that's why he kept himself back as much as possible. And that perhaps, in a sense, explains why the... Lucknow batsmen may have tried to play one stroke too many, though I don't I don't think that was necessary at all because they perhaps knew that Rahul is not going to be able to bat or bat at least as one knows him to. So they tried to kind of finish off the game early enough. But I thought that was all, in my opinion, that was a very flawed approach because they have great depth in batting and the target was small. That's true. Um, like I always do, I'm just going to now ask you what who you thought, you know, was like the player of the game today. Again, very difficult to choose. I mean, you look at the the kind of innings that somebody, somebody like Faf Duplessis played. You know, in a very low-scoring match, uh, he was just so good. Uh, then you had the bowlers uh, for for Lucknow. There was Naveen Ulhaq, the young Afghan guy who was making making you know big impact. Uh, also for for Bangalore, they had Karan Sharma. Then they had Hasaranga. I don't, I, you know, I would actually go with uh, Fab Duplessis for the knock he played and for the, to defend a, a, a small total like this makes huge demands on the captain for the bowling changes that you're ring in, for the field settings that you had to put and just generally trying to keep the psychological pressure on the team batting second, chasing a small target. So my, my man of the match would actually be Fab Duplessis. Yeah, actually not a bad break. Uh, he was back as captain as well and won that game, you know, uh, Marked his return with a win. Yeah. Uh, just a word on the Lucknow pitch. I feel every time there's a game there, it's just the pitch is just such a topic of discussion. I know. I mean, I, I don't know what the thinking is. Is it because the, the management wants it like that? The team management? And that's why the curators have been told to prepare pitches, which, you know, and that happens. Let's not be coy about it. This is being done by most teams for their home matches. But if you lose three home matches, then obviously something has gone wrong. Because that's then it shows that your own team, the home team, is not confident of playing on, on that pitch or not, you know, not good enough. They are, in fact, inept because you lose matches like these when you're chasing 126, then, you know, the, 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 it's not the curator who has to answer, it's you, the team management, which has to think about what's going wrong. You know, just, oh, sorry. You know, I had just crazy visuals after that game. That seems to be a big tussle between Virat Kohli and Gautam Gambhir, who's the mentor of uh, the Lucknow franchise. I mean, these are just not things you want to be seeing on a cricket field, right? Yeah, I mean, look, uh, there's no love lost between the two, is there? I mean, we saw it in the previous match when, you know, the match was at, at Chennaswamy. When Lucknow pulled off a stunning win over there of the last delivery and we saw what all, you know, and in that match, don't forget, Virat was the captain. So I think, in a sense, a little aggro, I don't mind at all. I think as long as it doesn't go beyond that, it's fine. But I suspect, you know, and we'll probably, you know, come to know a little later that some players from both teams, if not from one team, uh, will be fined for, for all that has happened in the course of the match. I just also want to go back to, I know we've spoken about Bangalore's batting quite a bit in the past as well. But today as well, I mean, I, it was a good show by the bowlers, but 126 doesn't really work if you want to make that, you know, that run uh, into the playoffs. Faf Duplessis again, top scoring with 31, Virat Kohli, sorry, Faf Duplessis making 44, Virat Kohli scoring 31, 
Glenn Maxwell made four. Dinesh Karthik got run out on 16. I mean, these are the guys, literally, that's all there is on in their scorecard every time we talk in the match. And, you know, by after the halfway stage of your, after the halfway stage of the league games, you should have a couple of players sort of emerging and raising their hands by now, shouldn't they? They should. And that's a worry for Bangalore. I mean, they may have won this match, but they could so easily have lost it. Because even, I think they read the pitch perfectly. That's why, you know, Faf and Kohli batted the way they did. They were not taking risks at all in the power play. They were trying to build build a score, I think, of a, aiming for about 150, 145 to 150, and then trusting their bowlers to do the bit. They fell about 24, 25, maybe 30 runs short. So, it took that much more effort by the Bangalore bowlers to win this match. And, of course, it was, the, you know, they were helped along the way by the injury to Rahul. I'm not saying that if Rahul had played, they would have won necessarily Lucknow, but they would have had a specialist batsman, you know, coming early on. So Bangalore have some, you know, some thinking to do about their batting because apart from Faf and Virat and to an extent Glenn Maxwell, nobody's really contributed in terms of runs. You know, almost everybody else has had a very mediocre time, including Dinesh Karthik and of course Shahbaz Ahmed who didn't play this match. So, uh, a look at the standings now. Basically, Lucknow stay at number 3 with 10 points from 9 matches and Bangalore moved up to 5 with 10 points from 9 matches. But the big concern, I think, for me, for Lucknow will be the injury to KL Rahul and also Jaydev Anutkat who was injured in the net. So, that's two of like you know players who've been very key for them in their campaign so far, especially when you have you know, you know the home leg sort of off the league stage coming in. I think Rahul's injury is going to be the big concern because remember he's also the captain. If he's not playing, then you know it has to be Krunal Pandya or somebody else, and it kind of you know adds a whole new dynamic to the way the team approaches the match. If you lose your captain through injury or suddenly in the middle of a tournament, so yeah, I mean Jaydev Unnatkar also remember in domestic cricket he's been a maestro, and uh, he's 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 very very efficient. And that's one of the reasons and he brings some variety and lots of skills. That's why he's also part of the uh, Indian team for the World Test Championship. Don't forget that. So, yeah, I mean, look, Lucknow have some, you know, hard thinking to do. They've got great depth and breadth of talent. So now it's not difficult for them to put 11 good players on the park. But what combination and finally, if Rahul is not playing, who will lead the team is going to be, are the two issues that will be niggling them. I think another issue that might be something they want to address is just the home crowd. I don't. Yeah. I think this is one of the only teams who don't have an effective home crowd. I understand if you know it's Dhoni and people cheer, cheer for Dhoni, but everybody was just not. I mean, anyway, let's just see how Lucknow handle that home crowd situation. Last question: Gujarat versus Delhi uh, tomorrow. Table toppers versus the last placed team in the standings. A loss tomorrow. I pretty much think will be the end of Delhi's campaign this time. Yes, it looks like a gross mismatch on paper because uh, Delhi have hardly put a foot right, while Gujarat haven't have hardly uh, you know put a foot wrong. So that's the that's the matchup, and uh, you know I, I think it will take something really extraordinary for Delhi to pull off a win against Gujarat. Gujarat have just so much arsenal, and you know almost everybody you can think of in that squad has stepped onto the field and delivered whatever was expected of them. Some have done it more than the others, but that's only because they're the major players like Hardik Pandya or Rashid Khan or Shubman Gill. Noor Ahmad is the guy who's emerging as a big star for them, the left-arm spinner from uh, from Afghanistan. And yeah, I mean, oh, Mohammed Shami, he's been wonderful again, like last year. So it's a very strong team and I, I, I don't know what Delhi can do to 
to beat Gujarat. Gujarat, you know. I mean, obviously the need runs at the top of the order, but not by just one person. You know, for most of the matches, it's been David Warner scoring the runs with a little support from Akshar. In the last match, they had Mitch Marsh coming good, picking up wickets also, wonderful all-round show, and they still ended up on the losing side. So yeah, it looks very dismal for for Delhi, but. Hey, this is T20. Kuch bhi ho sakta hai. <laughs> Tough times ahead for Delhi. Thank you, Ayaz. Thank you so much for taking time out. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. That was today's episode of the T20 Podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banai and dominoes. This is a Quint original podcast, executive produced by Shelley Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Pratik Lidhu and Anjali Palod. And a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quint's podcast. 